Hey everyone, welcome back to another show, another Real Talk with Lauren and Val. We had such a fun time on this show, and if this is the first time that you're listening to Real Talk, you need to back up and listen to the other episodes. The last one was pretty damn funny. You need to check it out. It's called Are You Mentally Beating the Shit Out of Yourself? This show was a hit. So back up, listen to that, and then come back to this one. But if you are listening to this segment or the show for the first time, Real Talk with Lauren and Val is a segment where Val and I, my gal pal, get on the line and we just bullshit about a certain topic. It's completely raw. It's completely real. We don't edit any of this stuff out. We just have a topic in mind and we jump on the phone and we look at each other's faces and we have a blast. So without any further ado, let's jump into today's episode. I'm sure you're going to love it. Hey Val. Hi Lauren. (laughs) I just saw you a couple hours ago. It's kind of funny how we do this, but I love it. I love it. (laughs) Oh my God. So let me just get you up to date on what I've done since I've seen you. I mean, you know, but I want to share with everyone. I I want to share the real experience with you. Okay. (laughs) So, right, I borrowed the 21-day fix extreme from you. I haven't worked out in a year because of the orthorexia. I sort of just gave everything up, you know? Yeah. And um, I was just getting the feeling back that I wanted just to get back into working out, like hard, right? (laughs) (laughs) So you just happen to have the extreme, not the regular, but the extreme. Extreme all the way, baby. Yeah, why would you have the regular? I would worry about you if you did. (laughs) 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 Okay, so we go to lunch. I go home. I sit down for a little while, and I'm still feeling it, right? So this is a good thing because sometimes it wears off. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. So I get my water. I really have no idea what to expect because, I mean, other Beachbody programs I know about, I've done a bunch of them, but I've never done this one. I was never really interested in it. And I'm like, hey, you know, what the hell? Let's, let's just try it out. So not a clue. I turn it on and right away, plyo. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> The very first one. Now, I'm not following the plan or anything like that. I'm going to still try to stay away from that because of the whole mindset thing with me. I don't really think it's good to get back into that. But I'm doing the plyo, and I'm good for like, I'm going to say 14 or 15 minutes. All of a sudden, I get this wave of nausea. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) So I pause it. I sit down. The room's spinning. (laughs) I lay down next to the dog. And I'm good for a little while. I drink an entire thing of water. And I take probably like a five, maybe seven-minute break. I get back up. I go for like, because you know how it's two exercises. No, five exercises, two rounds. So I go through like one other full round. And I feel it again. So I'm like, oh, shit. So I sit down once again. And I recover quicker, quicker this time. So I get back up and I keep going. And at this point, I'm starting to modify things, you know, and I'm thinking like, okay, this is cool. I can, I can get through this. And when they, when she says it's the last exercise, right in my head, I'm done. So I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) 
You know that feeling when you just have it in your head that, okay, I'm done now and my body doesn't want to do anymore. Well, I pushed through it. And after the end, I just like laid on the floor in child's pose like I wanted to die. Yeah. And the, then the dog comes over and he starts licking my face and biting <laughs> my ankles. Because I'm sweaty, so he's like licking the sweat off of my face. Yeah, because it's salt. Yeah, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. (laughs) (laughs) And he's shoving his bone in my face. (laughs) He wants to play, and I'm feeling like I want to throw up, right? After not working out for a year, this makes me never want to stop again. It's crazy. It's and hardcore. It's extreme is hardcore. It really is. Yeah. Oh, my Even God. Even for me, I was, when I first started doing it, like, back in December, November, December, I was like, holy fuck. Because <laughs> I, I work out all the time. I'm used to intense stuff, but this is different. Yeah. It's it, different. Yeah. I, but you know what? I think starting off with a plyo was probably a good thing. Because well, it you, might be one of the hardest things. Up. Yeah, but I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah. You know, like, and I can handle other things better, but this is fucking hard. Yeah. It was really hard, and it was only 30 seconds each. 30 yeah. seconds. Oh, my God. But you know what? After that, I went into the shower. I feel good. And I got out of the shower. I feel like I'm still sweating. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also hot out and it's muggy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on my third bottle of water. Well, what is this, like... 25 ounces. So I'm on my third one. So I'm drinking like 75 ounces after. And I think I even might have a shake when we get off the phone here. But, oh my God, it just, it feels so good after. It feels good, like, when you start, halfway into it, it's like, shit, I want to stop this. But getting over that hump, I just pushed the hell out of myself. And it feels good. Now it feels good. And I'm totally energized. At the same time, relaxed. So I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, I'm excited. My brain is alive, but my body is, like, just sit there and do nothing. So this is why talking to you right now is probably good, because I can do that exactly. Uh Uh-oh, you're pixelated again. Valerie pixelated. Can you hear me? I know. I can hear you, but you were, like, slow-mo, like, "Eh." Yeah, you were doing the same thing, and then you had that. I was like, oh, my God, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, we're losing each other. No. No. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Oh, I also want to tell you, um, I ordered the book, you know, the Silver Lining Storybook that I wrote. Yeah. It's on the way. It's in the mail. I'm so excited. The one that actually has my name on the cover. I can't wait to, like, actually get that in my hands. It doesn't really feel real still. I don't know why. I think it's just such a surreal thing, something I... I knew I wanted to do, but didn't really feel, doesn't feel real. I guess until I actually get it into my hands, it's not going to feel real, you know? accomplishment. It really is. It really is. And uh, trying to stick to one big thing per year is really helping. Because I'm not putting too much pressure on myself. Yeah. You know, we do that a lot. Um, Which I think. Yeah. I've been doing it a lot lately, actually, this past week. So. Trying to calm down a little bit. Well, you know, we talk about this all the time, going through those damn cycles, you know. It's like ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. And that's why it's good that we have each other, you know. But it feels good. I think think this this is like a perfect segue into our topic for today. 
Yep. Um, how to not give a shit about what people think. Yeah. Right? It's perfect. perfect. What you said just brought us right into that topic. Yep. You know? Because it's like, it should be all about you. And not to sound selfish, and selfish isn't a bad thing. Not yep. at all. Well, it's seen bad in the eyes of the public, really, on how you see it. But that's a whole other category, a whole other topic. Um, but yeah, not giving a shit about what people think feels so good. Yeah, it's true. But it's so hard to accomplish. You it know? is. It took us a while to get there, especially during, like, for business. You know, I mean, people, I really didn't care about what other people thought of me to a degree. But when it came to my business and, like, putting myself out there, I did because it was more of an insecurity about how much I felt like I didn't know and how I didn't want to steer people wrong and not portraying myself as something I'm not. And it gets, it's, it's finally making its way through the way I want to do it. Like I want people to know that I'm really no BS. I'm honest. I'm raw. And sometimes I sometimes don't make sense. And I listen to myself sometimes and it's the truth. And I'm like, but this is just how I am. And I'm trying to like, I do want to make sense. And I know I kind of do. But when I listen to myself, I'm just like, wow. Like, I, I do make more sense than I actually am thinking. Yeah, it's kind of like what we talked about in the last show. Yeah. Right? It's like, you don't think you make any sense. But then why would you put it out there? Yeah. But I kind of see what you mean. It's it's like you're doing, especially doing the live stream, a lot, a lot. I think that's all that you're doing now, right? Um, no. I no? also, because I'm doing tips, I'm not always on live streaming, so I do the tips in advance. Okay. And I put them out, so I don't really live stream. I did do li- some live streaming today, though. Okay. And sometimes I don't have a, a strong connection in my house, so I'm like... All right, so I don't have a strong connection right now, so I'm just going to do a regular video and just post it. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I was going to say, going, you know, with the live stream, and I'm having a problem with Facebook Live, so I switched over to Periscope. But anyway, my whole point with that is, yeah, sometimes I'll have a topic in mind, and it's not that I don't feel like I know what I'm talking about. I feel like I go off on a tangent. And then I have to, like, reel myself back in because when I go off on a tangent, I know I'm on live stream, so I I do get a little bit nervous. And I tend to, like, be like, oh, my God, what was I talking about? Like, what what do I have to get back to? I kind of forgot why I was doing this. So it's not that I don't don't feel like I know what I'm talking about. I feel like I'm not putting the right message out there, what I wanted to do. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's true because, like, One thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, and then you kind of lose that way of what you wanted to talk about. So I had just had something in mind. Um, I know I technically, I don't like writing things down because I have the tendency to look at the paper rather than look forward, which you don't want to do when doing a video. So, I mean... If you have something written down, what you may want to do is hold it up and point to it. That's a good point. So you're not actually looking at the paper. You're kind of like 
going like this and pointing at it. What one, two, and three, whatever points you want to make, so you don't go off on that tangent. <laughs> I just thought something really stupid, and this might not be true, but if you were to hold it up and you're reading it, would it be backwards? <laughs> be, that's why you kind of like want to hold it on an angle and like kind of look and look forward and already have something in mind. I mean. You may not say exactly what's on the paper, but at least you have, like, an idea. People can see what you're talking about. Like, a little, like, demonstration kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. But, um, yeah, I think we're, I think right now we're going off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, this is true. We are, but. Um, <laughs> but a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's just more, I guess, back about not giving a shit what people think you got to do what you got to do that makes you feel comfortable too and sometimes that's forgetting what other people think of you you know I mean if you're not getting any clients and you're losing all your people then maybe you should reconsider something that you're doing but if you're losing like one or two people it happens maybe it's not what they thought and so be it. Not everyone's going to like what you say and like what you do. And Yeah, but then bring this back to, like, friends and family, right? Makes it a little harder, don't you think? What? I said bring this back to friends and family. Don't you think it's going to be a little bit harder? Yeah. Right? Because it's, yeah. it's more challenging. These are the people that are, are closest to you, and... People that you have to deal with on a daily basis, even like coworkers, you know, like you want people that you work with to obviously like you. you I shouldn't say you don't want them to like you. That's that's not how I feel. I want to be able to get along with people. Yeah. Right. So sometimes I guess that can be a little bit harder because then you have that voice in your head telling you something, but then you still want to do what you want to do. So it's kind of it's kind of a fight in your head. At point at sometimes, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, what are some things? Like way back when we first started talking, and we started, you know, going down this this road. Some things that you did or thought to sort of change that mindsets, because I know we both did so much internal work as well as, well as talking to each other. Yeah. You know, is there anything, like, specific that you had to tell yourself? That not to worry about what other people think? Yeah. Um, basically, I had to figure out what it was that made me feel like I didn't want to be judged by other people. Like, why was I so worried about that? And then I realized how I was treated in my life and how I was kind of restricted by other people about what to say and what to do. And then in turn, I restricted myself. That was the problem. So I had to come to that realization that I had to get back to where I used to be many years ago. You don't realize how long you've been like this until you really go back. Because you've been conditioned for it your whole life. Yeah. you just sort of, that's the way it is. I went back to, I don't want to say I went back to when I was a kid, how I was when I was a kid, but I kind of went back to how I was when I was a kid, a very free spirit. And that's when it kind of started, you know, 
all that crap. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm not saying go back to being, you know what I mean, to that free spirit, but you do it more as like an adult. You know what I mean? More as like a mature, but a free spirit. Because we all know how to like be now, but you want to be that free spirit. Not really. Could you go to the beat of your own drum kind of thing? And I was always about that. But you don't realize how how you change just to be, just to fit in and be a specific way so people can accept you. Yeah, it's, it's so true. Like, I can give you one example. I don't know of, I can't really think of anything that happened, like, when I was a kid. But, like, with my, I'll give you an example, my first marriage, right? And this is actually what I talk about in the book. It's kind of my story of just going along with what other people wanted so I wouldn't let them down. Yeah. You know? Like, I remember being so terrified to get married that I was actually... I went through a couple of things with this. The first one was actually talking to my fiancé at the time on my bed in the room telling him how terrified I was and that I just wasn't ready. Yeah. You know, and he was the nicest, sweetest guy. All he wanted to do was make me happy. But there was just something that, something he said that I never thought he would say before. But I kind of brushed it off as, you know, maybe it's just me. That kind of thing, right? But what he said to me was, it's now or never. So that's like... It's that's a lot of, of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. So I brushed it off. I had talked to my mother that night. And I can't remember what she said. She was very supportive. Um, but also, I didn't want to let her down. I didn't want to let everyone down. The wedding was paid for. Family was flying in from Puerto Rico. So it's like, you don't want to let this down. And also, I had, on his side, he had five sisters. Five older sisters. That's five angry Puerto Ricans. <laughs> you know, they're his baby brother. I didn't want to let anyone down. I did not, like, I was in this family. And then on the day of the wedding, I remember being so nervous getting into the limo and then getting to the church. And by the way, I didn't want to do any of this big stuff. We did this for his mother. All right, so this is like a major doing things to make people happy example. Getting fucking married, right? So... I had this giant bridal party, and I remember being in the church right before I walked down the aisle, and I was hovered in a corner, hyperventilating. I couldn't breathe. And I was like, okay, again, once again, I told myself, this is, this is normal. This is normal. What the fuck? This is not normal. Yeah. You know, being nervous, sweating, maybe, I don't know, whatever you might do in a nervous situation, but hyperventilating in a corner is not normal. You know, so I just, I just went along with it. Cause I was like, it's just me. It's just me. It's just me. We tend to blame ourselves. Yeah. It's and me. it's all me. It's, but really it's not. You got to look at both sides of the spectrum here. You know, you really, you really do. Like I was yeah. not thinking about myself at all that day. I was just sort of like the center of attention. You know, you feel like a princess that day. You're getting married. All the attention is on you. Not as much on the groom, let me tell you. Everyone is looking at the bride. So me, who's someone who doesn't like that sort of attention, 
I swear to God, I don't even think I, I looked on the sides of me as I was walking down the aisle. I just looked straight in front of me. <laughs> I did all this just to not let people down. How fucking crazy is that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. We it's, do crazy shit, man. We do crazy shit. Oh, my and God. It, it's, I hate to say it, it's human nature to do crazy shit, to not want to put people down. But you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to put you down sometimes. I'm going to let you down. That, that's life. Yeah. You're let down. I was let down. That's life. You're going to let people down. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I did leave him down after I left him three months later. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, why didn't I just save all that money? No, I had to do it. I had to see if it was cold feet by getting married. That's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. But, you know, I was 24 years old. I didn't know any better. I really didn't. I had no idea. I had never dated anyone before besides him. Yeah. So I didn't know what was out there, you know? I was with my ex. was with him for six years. No idea. I thought this was it. I had to take him at his worst, you know? But yet... At least you didn't marry him. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. I would have... I would have killed him. I would have <laughs> probably smothered him in his sleep. I, I just... <laughs> I, I, can't, I couldn't believe, like... When I look back, I'm like, that wasn't normal. I kind of had a feeling then, too. But I was trying to be, like... He really didn't do anything wrong, but he did in so many levels, and I didn't real—I didn't realize it. Didn't yeah. realize it until I was out of it. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm out of it. I'm free." Yeah, isn't it? It's—it's it's like such a relief. Just because it's almost like—I don't want to say I was going to put other people down, but I felt like I put all of this pressure on myself that I was going to let myself down. Yeah, we're such, I mean, I think this, making people happy and control and perfection all are under the same umbrella. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Definitely, definitely. Because you want to control everything around you so yeah. that you can, so you, so you don't let people down. Right. Did I, did I say that right? Did that make sense? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have these, again, I have these thoughts in my head and I'm trying to put them together. Yeah, no. Very it, quickly. But, yeah, I get it. I got it. Oh, my God. Oh, before I forget, I want to tell you. We'll go back, we'll go back to this, but okay. those things were in the bathroom at work again. I threw, oh. them, I threw them out again. <laughs> and not, not to, because I, I did listen to our last show. I listened to it like four or five times. But, um, yeah, the bathroom smelled shitty. <laughs> God. It really did. But I didn't care. I just threw them out. I didn't want to forget to tell you about that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, going back to, like, the whole control thing, and re we really need to train ourselves to not give a shit what people think. Yeah. Because it's embedded in us in some way. Maybe it's indirect, but it's embedded in us to not... Listen, we all care a little bit on some level, especially with those who are close to us, on some level. But to what level you bring yourself there is really up to you. Like, if you're really yeah. going to care about what other people think, I'm sorry, that's a huge hindrance on, on our part. 
you won't get anything done. We're going to constantly second guess ourselves. And that was always my problem. Yeah. Because it's a perf- it is a perfectionist thing. I hate it. It is, it is. And you know what? Another point I want to bring, that this is, you know, wanting to make people happy is a normal thing, I think. Yeah. Because oh, if, if you look back into, like, history, you know, it was more of a survival thing then, you know? And, again, what did I say? Control perfectionism and fear. Add fear into that, too. Right? I mean, back in, like our ancestors days we were like running from animals so we wouldn't get eaten (laughs) you know so that's this is where it started so it's instinctual in us is instinctual a word it's instinct whatever we'll make up our own words who cares well fuck it we'll make up our own words (laughs) all right i kind of like instinctual it it sounds intellectual um (laughs) all right now i don't sound intellectual saying it like that but yeah, like we were running from fucking animals to not get eaten. And that's just, that's in us. That's instinctual. <laughs> so fight, it's, it's not fight, a bad thing. Fight, fight or yeah, flight. Yeah, it's just, I'll always go back to awareness. It's, it's about being aware. If you're not aware of what's going on in your head, then you're going to do all this stuff out of instinct. We, you yeah. can't help it. But if you're going to think about yourself and, you know, self-care, all that stuff that goes along with it, taking care of yourself first, you have to be aware of the shit that's happening in your head and around you yep. at all times. And I'm not saying that you need to have super senses, but trying to incorporate that into your daily life, even for five minutes, you know? Yeah. For five minutes a day. Practice it. Or, you know, maybe, I don't know, in the morning, you're brushing your teeth. Just be aware. You're brushing your teeth. And, hey, how does this feel? And just be in the moment is really what I'm saying. Be in the moment the of moment what's any- happening. We're not in the moment anymore. And the only way that we were actually even able to do because, A, we came to it at the same time. And, B, we have support. And we wrote our shit down. And... and- we, we constantly did this because we wanted to change that aspect of our lives. There are people who just don't, and that's okay. That's all right, you know, but we want to make ourselves aware of the things that we're doing to ourselves. Yeah, so that we don't have to give a shit about what people think. Right, because why are you there? Why, why are you like that to begin with? It all starts with the whys. I always say this, whys bring de- break, breaks down barriers, they're very strong. You don't yeah, realize yeah. it, but they're very strong, wise. It really is. They really I, are. Why am I fearing this? Why, why do I care if other people judge me? Why, um, why do I constantly have to second-guess myself? Why do I overthink? You know? Yeah, you can go on and, on and on and on. this job that I hate? Like, shit like that. Why am I in this relationship? All these things, and you're like, oh, well, because I fear of other people judging me. Why do you fear other people judging me? Why do you care if someone tells you, oh, you shouldn't break up with that guy? They may not. They don't understand that aspect of you. You know, only you do. And that's why I'd rather have a couple people in my life to understand me than be around people just to have them. Quality over quantity when it comes to people. 
quality over quantity. Because let me tell you something. These people... And that's the kind of people that you want in life for your business, for your groups, for your blog, family, anything. Quality over quantity at any given moment of your life. Yeah. Yeah, and in any part of your life. Yeah, you're right. Any type of relationship. I mean, this applies to every single aspect yeah. of your life. And I love that because it, it actually makes it quite simple. Yeah. When it seems like it's, it's hard, it's going to be hard, it's going to be a lot of work, but in the end it feels amazing when you finally start paying attention to yourself. Yeah. Because people-pleasing sucks. It yeah. really does. Yep. It absolutely does. It's, it's not fun. It's exhausting. It's time-consuming. I mean, you, think, think about how many things you do that you don't want to do just because you feel like you have to. Yeah. Right? What were you going to say? You have to please yourself. You have to... You come first above all else, and I hate to say it, but it's true. You got to please you. You got to figure out who... You got to be who you are. Love yourself, accept yourself, and not give a shit about what other people think because the right people in your life who's supposed to be in your life will come along. And you know what? Another thing, the people that were in your life were there to, to teach you a lesson. And it's true. In some way, good or bad, regardless of what it is, if I didn't have that shit happen to me in my life, I'd be clueless. Exactly. Like, I, I don't have regrets. No. I really don't have regrets. Even that first marriage, I, first marriage, of course, there was two. I don't regret them because they taught me something. And um, I was actually interviewed for a podcast, and she said, you know, what's, um, if you could change anything in your life, what would it be? And I said, nothing. I said, I wouldn't change anything because then I wouldn't be where I am today. And I know that sounds very cliche, but it's so true. So yeah. I, had to, I had to say it because it's exactly how I felt. Yeah. I would never change anything in my life. I just wouldn't. I'm like, it took me a long time to get here, but that's okay. Everything's a slow process. Everything that's worth it is a slow process, you know? And you just have to be accepting of that. Yeah. If you're accepting of that and your mistakes, you're not going to put yourself down. And you're just going to be okay. You're just going to, you know, pick up and, and move on to the next thing. Yeah. It's true. I know a lot of people, you know, they say this, no regrets, this, that, and the other thing. But do you have any idea what that even means? Guaranteed, not many people have actually an idea what that actually means. I understand what that means now, and you do. But there are other people out there who don't understand what that means, and that's why this conversation is occurring today, to let you know what you can find out about. Yeah, you broke up. Are you there? You're frozen. Uh, you're frozen in midair, and now you're all pixelated I again. <laughs> Wait, look, can you see? You look funny. I know. <laughs> can you see me now? Am I, I okay? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. All right. Cool. 
Oh, my goodness. Damn technology. You love it and hate it. I know. I know. It's been good for most of the time, but are you still drinking that same water from before? Yeah, I was drinking a lot of water today, and I was like, oh, I got to finish drinking this. You know what I meant to put? I meant to put mint in my water, and I just didn't. I love mint in my water lately. Mint and raspberries, my two favorite things. Yum. In, in water, I should say. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think we're good for today, unless you have anything else that you want to add. Yes. You do. Okay, what? Yes. I posted in Patty's group a challenge. Well, Monday. Wait, stop. Say that again. We lost you. Oh. Lauren? Yes. Oh, okay. I posted in Patty's group this challenge. That me and her were talking about last Monday while we, she did the interview with me. Okay. Um, it's supposed to be going out of your comfort zone with videos. So I posted in the group that you and I are going to do a video tomorrow on our walk. Oh, are we? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that I think it's good. We've been meaning to do that, and I think that would be good because it's something I haven't done yet. And I know you've done it, but I haven't. So this is a little bit more out of my comfort zone. Cool. Cool. So yeah, I I want to do that tomorrow, even okay. if it's only five, like a few minutes. It doesn't have to be crazy long. All right. Is there is there a topic for this? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. We could just be like, oh, we're going for a walk and getting coffee. Then I'm going to go back to Lauren Jean's house, have a dog sniff my crotch as usual. <laughs> they could talk about stuff like that. It's just supposed to be fun and bring yourself out, out of your shell even further. The crotch, the crotch sniffing dog is, is laying down all stretched out <laughs> right now. He's just like, in, he, he, he loves my bed. Like, you can't find him? Look on my bed. Yeah, he's just all sort of stretched out and um, just looking adorable. Thank God he's not—he's finally not annoying me. Finally not annoying me. I, I showered so he can't lick my uh, sweat off my skin anymore. But, yeah, he's most of the time I want to keep him. Most of the time. I would say there's like a 5% that I want to get rid of him. I would just want to, like, open the door and let him run away. But that's, that's less and less now. <laughs> he's cute. He's cute. He's really cute. Yeah. Okay. Enough to talk about about sin of shit. Okay. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you can do so much with his name. I know. I know. All right. Cool. So um, we will walk and apparently video us tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Very cool. Thank you so much for listening to our rants and our raves. We have so much fun doing this segment of the show. I hope you enjoy it and you share it. And if you did like it, please head on over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you might listen to the show and rate and review so that Val and I can get into more people's ears. That's what we love to do. And until next time, until the next Real Talk with Lauren and Val, or the next Mama Cast, which is actually on Sunday, on Sunday, it's going to be a great show. So I will see you then. And until then, check you later.